You're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Black Friday, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Well, it would seem that we have some good news, that apparently the first group of hostages now have been released by Hamas, Gaza Strip, handed over to the International Committee, or Red Cross, that at least is what ABC is reporting. Let's go to their now, report on with that. With breaking news, according to multiple sources, the first round of Hamas hostages have been transferred to the Red Cross. This is part of a new deal that took effect overnight, including a fragile and temporary pause in the fighting. Let's get right to Matt Gutman, who's in Tel Aviv, Israel, with the very latest. Matt, what are you learning? We understand that the Red Cross is now in possession of those hostages. We don't know how many they are. This transfer is now occurring in the Gaza Strip. The Red Cross, of course, a key conduit for this hostage swap. They're going to be taking the hostages from Hamas in Gaza, transferring them through Egypt and into Israel. It's there that a special unit who's been trained in dealing with hostages is going to intake them. They're going to give them a quick medical check. At that point, they'll also uh, verify their identification. They don't exactly know who's going to be coming across the border. They'll also be handed phones, and at that moment, they'll be able to call their family members, their loved ones, for the first time in 47 days. This is happening right now. At that point, uh, some of them will be reunited with family. Those who need medical care will be flown to hospitals in Israel, where a team of psychologists is waiting to deal with these people who have obviously undergone significant trauma over the, over the past couple, uh, couple of days. And that's, of course, where they will be also physically reunited with family members members. Again, this is ongoing and have not crossed the border into Egypt or Israel yet, but this is a very good first sign that this hostage swap is starting to take place as planned and on time. Coming on the air right now. You know, and that is huge. Um, I can't even imagine what their past, how their life turned upside down on October 7th. I also believe well, let's see what happens with the release of the hostages. I I tend to think that as the fighting is starting to slow down a little bit, that I think it's very, very possible that the news is going to start to shift away. It has been full court press on this news since October 7th, since that Saturday morning as everyone was waking up in, you know, what and learning what had just transpired and was actually still transpiring um, at the time. Eight and a half hours of sustained attack against unarmed civilians. I mean, that's what it was. So now, also, over the course of the weekend, some of these... I, 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 at this point, I'm actually even offended that they just keep saying that they're pro-Palestinian protesters. But they interrupted the Macy's Day Parade they were gluing themselves uh, to the sidewalk. This is like, like these people. I, I, I'm for the life of me. I, I, I just don't understand the individuals that continue to defend them or or go along with this still nonsense that it, it it's all anti-Israel. I mean, that's all it it really is. And as I've played a lot of the sound and. And talked about it. The um, it, it, as much as people can just say they're misguided, a lot of the protesters they can say that it's just a bunch of college kids and so forth. But you know, it, they, they're still interrupting various things. What is taking place on the college campuses? That's not just gonna. I I don't think that should just go away quickly. And everyone should you know we're supposed to forget what we witnessed, what just, you know, took place since October 7th, since that first Monday when students at Harvard, they were all blaming Israel for for what happened. And and it's just been such a um, an eye-opener on the college campuses to see how they, you know, were going to handle everything. But New York Times has a headline, Bloody Idiots, that has them as they were gluing themselves and interrupting the parade. And I understand um, some media, you know, didn't want to give them attention. I think especially uh, the, the, you know, the people that were carrying the parade. I actually, just out of habit, I even flipped to the parade. 
<clears throat> and watched uh, a few moments of it and but I I didn't see any coverage of it of it then. So, but them disrupting the the parade uh you know th- this though is is right in conjunction with they they don't care and oh god You know, it's um, <clears throat> all this free Palestine. They um, they obviously they they don't care that how they were interrupting things or what the agenda was, because it's always um, their agenda in their uh, demented mind. They believe that takes precedent over anything else that may be going on. I don't agree with that, but at least that's their mindset. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop in and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to weigh in on this um, somewhat of a controversy, the way I view it, with this situation in Pawtucket, because a lot of it has to do with um, and I'm talking about this businessman that emerged, and he was very generous with uh, made a donation to URI so they could upgrade their basketball training facilities. <clears throat> so he and his son, you probably know the story by now, end up at McCoy Stadium um, at some point this summer. And he starts thinking and saying, boy, this would be amazing to rescue mccoy stadium now there's um this saga is is actually still kind of going on he certainly is someone of means but what's at play here and what i think is missing from the equation and not being explained enough is that so what do you have you have a very successful uh business person who could certainly afford the project he could afford he could afford to invest in the state and specifically in this particular project but what i believe is is missing from the equation in the discussion right now is and and you're seeing it play out but i don't think people are fully vetting what's happening here and that is rhode island is no longer they're really not open to someone like him now what do i mean by that he is a very successful independent business person he has the money and resources to do this project, but he would want to do it his way. He doesn't want to get involved with the politics. He would, um, they don't want his business because that land is already projected for a no bid school contract that organized labor will do. Again, no bid contract. It's handed, public labor agreement, PLA, handed to organized labor. They can juice up the cost, even though it should, I, I, I don't know exactly how much, but let's just say it could be done for $250 million, 300, they, They'll say, nope, it's $350 million, and there's no one bidding against them. That's how the state operates now. It's not a matter of can we accommodate this successful businessman. He doesn't want to have to pay people off. He doesn't want to have to hire and go with their type of guidelines i i want to be very clear i'm not inferring in any way this man would do anything illegal if anything he wants he would want to do things i would buy the book but they don't have an interest in him anymore the state doesn't have an interest in anyone like that anymore governor mckee and the state have fully gone down the road that they're not business friendly they don't want that that that's in the past where you would try to get a fortune 500 company to maybe relocate to your region you saw it when 
Gina Raimondo was elected in 2014, and then immediately after that, GE was pulling out of Connecticut, and Rhode Island jumped into the mix to try to get it. Now, they eventually chose Boston, but give her credit at the time. Gina Raimondo, she was trying to, at one point, get PayPal to take over the Superman building. There was an attempt to try to lure and entice and bring in big companies who would, you know, who would then there'd be a lot of jobs available right that's what makes the country work that's what makes so many parts of our country successful rhode island has has put a closed sign on the border they're no longer interested in that because instead the way the state operates and it's really excelled since governor mckee's come in that they they have they have no use for this business plan or really any company who would not fit into their model. Unfortunately, and I say this very unfortunately and regrettably, they've gone down the path that anyone looking to come in is almost treated like a tourist. And But what I mean by that is when a tourist gets off a bus in Times Square, they say, hey, come in here and you can have, you know, a $35 cheeseburger and everything. It's a tourist trap. They treat anyone coming in that way. Successful business people, what don't they like to do? They don't like to get ripped off successful business people don't like to have to pay people off they want to do a clean project he's already been very clear doesn't want to get caught up in the political nonsense that goes along with a lot of these projects where people feel oh there's deep pockets here now that said i'm not saying it's a successful business model um the fact of the matter is the way sports goes you're not going to be able to just put someone else there that would a compete with the red sox and also b compete with now the worcester team which was the paw Sox, now the woo Sox. um but that's also that's not stopping them with this ridiculous Pawtucket stadium the new england revolution they're about to announce that they're building a brand new stadium uh it's actually going to be north of the city and that's happening you don't hear a lot about that around here so the feasibility that people would go and see a local soccer team i mean that's not even why they were going to build the soccer stadium they were going to build the soccer stadium as a gift a no-bid contract to organize labor that's what it's all become about do do i think are, are is a brand new high school going to improve test scores for students in Pawtucket? no of course not it's not but it's not about that that's not what it's about it's not about improving education it's not about improving test scores it's about giving organized labor a big expensive project and one of the things that since there's no headquarters to build since there's no business to build they rely on we need no bid contracts for schools that's why it's such a a big thing right now with all the new schools so it has nothing to do with improving education many of them just need to maybe be renovated not knock down a brand new one but that's not what the goal is anymore the goal is about appeasing organized labor so this businessman in Pawtucket they're not interested in his money because his money doesn't come with strings attached his money he does he doesn't want to play their game he doesn't want to go along with that maybe he wants to bring in his own construction people maybe he doesn't want to have to pay off various people maybe he's not going to donate to certain individuals as sad as that sounds they're really they're not interested in his money that's not the way unfortunately into its detriment that the state has moved but when's the last time you even heard of a big company is moving into the area big company is going to be opening they're going to be expanding their headquarters they're going to be hiring people they are looking to hire you know 500 new people not 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 only is it not happening it's not going to happen rhode island has a big close sign on it people just aren't acknowledging it they're pretending it's not there but it's not open for business it's quite the opposite it's closed absolutely closed unless you're willing to go along with how they want to do things which is they juice up the price it's no bid contracts and you have to play their political game folks you're listening to the john DePietro show j perry paving high quality fair pricing exceptional service 
Call today for a free estimate serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401-732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Why don't you get your driveway paved? Maybe your parking lot. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured. Contracted company. Committed to meeting their clients' needs. No matter how big, how small. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project, just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. What a difference it'll make for your home, for your business. With J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Look for them on Facebook. They're also online. And remember, no one is better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran or related to one, they have a special package designed for you. It'll be the most cost-efficient way to get your driveway paved or your business. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, that didn't take long. New Congressman Gabe Amo, 1st District, didn't he just get in? He did actually just get in. That's right. Let's look at the, the calendar. He won the election November 7th. He was sworn in on the 13th. On the 15th, he takes his first vote, or one of his first votes. And what does he do? He votes with the squad against Israel. He didn't even vote with Seth Magaziner, as a matter of fact. Now, if you check out the story in DePetro.com, um, the media locally, obviously rooting for him, totally silent on this issue, but there was a vote and Gabe Amo in one of his first votes, he voted along with Talib and Presley of mass and AOC and also that, uh, Omar and the Israel War Room put out information that the House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly bipartisan majority to strip federal funding from college campuses that promote anti-Semitism. 54 no votes voted in favor of anti-Semitism on campus came from, and one of the reps listed is, Rhode Island's own Congressional District 1, Gabe Amo. Now, from what I have learned, Jewish voters on the East Side are furious over this. Actually, Jewish voters everywhere, but certainly in the East Side of Providence, part of Pawtucket, he swore to them. This is a record, new record, with someone essentially breaking a campaign promise. I don't remember the last time. I'm not saying that Rhode Island politicians haven't uh, broken a campaign promise in the past. I'm saying from what I believe... I think this is actually a new record with how quickly he did it and went back on his word. So voters on the east side are saying that the month of October, he was promising them, oh, no, I, I will you know, vote in your interest. I will defend Israel. Instead, he breaks with the squad, excuse me, breaks from, he even broke from, as I said, Representative Congressman Magaziner. And instead voted with the squad. Now, think of what Congressman Amo is basically saying is, oh, no, there's no problem on the college campuses. Oh, you mean all the protests? Oh, the protests. They were, oh, oh, you mean the chasing of the Jewish students? Jewish students on college campuses afraid to go to leave their dorm room, afraid to go to the cafeteria, afraid to go to the library? No, no, no. They're fine. They're on their own. They're on, the, they're, they're on their own. We're not going to... Um, we're going to, Gabe Amo voted, no, 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 we're not going to strip federal funding from college campuses that promote, no, just like uh, at Brandeis where they took the funding from that student organization, right, Students for Palestine or whatever they call themselves, he feels, oh, no, no, they're, they're fine, that organization's fine, I'm going to vote along with the squad. And folks, remember now, he beat Gary Leonard 65% of the vote. All the clues were there. I posted the photos that right after October 7th, there he was with the leader of Black Lives Matter at the time, Democrat candidate Amo. There he was with, he was in Massachusetts with Presley, member of the squad, 
I know some people are trying to say, are you surprised? <clears throat> I think when you, when you do that, my opinion, I think you minimize what the individual just did. Like people saying, are you, well, no, th there are people surprised. So I can tell you that voters on the east side of Providence, of which I want to come back to, I believe as much as Republican Leonard got crushed in in Providence, and he did get blown out 90% of the vote. I said at the time, just last month, there's an opportunity there. There's a window there. I believe there is a window. You can make inroads, in other words, with many voters on the east side if you now expose Congressman Amo for being against Israel and instead voting along with members of the squad. This is what they were afraid of. And I think there was an opportunity <clears throat> during the campaign prior to the election to point out the fact that he may say one thing, and he was. There, there was no um, ambiguity. There was no way to misinterpret what he was saying as far as Gabe Amo. So there was, he was so 100% saying that he was with Israel and he would stand with Israel. Unequivocal, he would stand with Israel. And so I think, though, as much as he was saying that, his actions were something very different. His actions were one of someone who, look, again, judge him not what he says, but who is he with, and then is what his, his actions are. When you're with a member of the squad, when you're with the leader of Black Lives Matter, that's, that's a much different message than he's with Israel. That's, that's just all... You know, the leader of BLM writing something, that, that, that was all just lip service. They don't, they don't believe that. They're all in favor of this. Now, if you also check out topetro.com, there's been an incident at Moses Brown from those Textron protesters. And that's not getting coverage. What, what I realize is many times, I, I, I'm going to point out to you what is really happening and then I'll, I'll also point out, notice certain organizations, meaning media outlets, news organizations, who are not covering what's happening. So isn't it interesting? The, it didn't really get any play. It, it actually didn't get any play that Amo voted this way and didn't vote with Magaziner. You would almost think it's like the media is running cover for him. No, they, they are running cover for him. That was by design. That wasn't an accident. So... I want to come back to that in order for the Republican to make inroads in the city of Providence, I think that's one of those ways to do it. I think it's an issue. I think it's an issue to be exploited. I think there's gains to be made. Okay, it doesn't mean you're going to win the city of Providence, but you can't get blown out 90-10. So I think I remember reading Governor Kachiri would get 30%. So 10%, you can't get blown out. If you could start to make it more, even just 25% of the vote, 20% of the vote, uh, eking closer to that, now you're talking about real, you know, real gains. And I, I believe the window is there regarding this issue because there's no way the uh, members, the voters on the east side, one to send someone to Congress who'd vote along with the squad. Not on this issue. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, Propane Plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. 
Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Donnie Deutsch, he's a former ad executive, but he appears on MSNBC on Morning Joe. He had a very good segment where he was explaining the hypocrisy of what's going on, the intention of the far left, the intention of the protesters, and what their real objective is when they're talking about Israel. It's uh, very compelling, and I, I want to play it again. Um, this was Donnie Deutsch on MSNBC. On trial, which I don't understand that, that Israel, um, people are saying ceasefire. And of course, none of them. I want to stop and start it over. He's saying uh, Israel was attacked and he's exactly right. Why is Israel on trial here? Israel seems to be on trial, which I don't understand that, that Israel, um, people are saying ceasefire. And of course, none of us want violence, but there was a ceasefire on October 6th. And since that time, we know what happened on October 7th, beheading, raping, every inhumane thing that you can do, ripping babies out of mother's wombs. And since then, it's Eight always- Eight and a half hours of sustained violence against a civilian population. And, and, and by a group whose only mission is not real estate, and it's not protecting Palestinian people. They, they put their own people in harm's way. They use them as shields. Uh, they've stolen billions of dollars of aid from the humanitarian aid from them. Their only mission is to eliminate Israel, eliminate all Jews. That's it. That's their mission. And yet, constantly, Israel seems to be on the defensive about explaining what they Now, obviously, Israel has to be very careful, and it's got to do things surgically, but no other group goes through this scrutiny. I mean, Joe Scarborough, our dear friend, had an amazing uh, talk the other morning where he said, can you imagine if Mexico came in and Mexico had just did the same thing to us? Would people be saying restraint, restraint? And I also wonder, this is going to bring me back to the college campuses, all the pro-Palestinian, where were the pro-Palestinian chants when Palestinians have been have been uh, oppressed in other areas? How is this pro-Palestinian or is it simply anti-Jewish and anti-Israel? which comes back to the campus and what's happening at the same time after Jews were attacked, it's elevated. And I need to read the things because it's not just rhetoric. This is what was on the Cornell bulletin board last night. If you see a Jewish person on campus, follow them home and slit their throats. Rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. Another one. If you see another Jew on campus, if you see a pig male Jew, I will stab you and slit your throat. If I see another pig female Jew, I will drag you away and rape you and throw you off a cliff. And it goes on and on and on. There's a level of hatred. And I want to draw the line back to why Israel is in the defensive position after being attacked. Because it's about anti-Semitism and it's about the hate towards Jews that is now surfacing in this country. There is something that for some reason evil is not graded the same way when it's against Jews and it's against Israel. And I don't understand that. I do actually, I do understand it. What is it? Anti-Semitism. There's something about that for some reason, Jews as a group, as a minority, there's 15 million in the world. There would have been 250 million without the Holocaust. For some reason, since the beginning of time, and I, I'm, I'm actually getting upset, it's somehow okay to go after these people in a way that no other people. I don't, I'm not a history student. I just, know the history the jews are treated different than other groups that there's a that there's a dislike that there is somehow that jews being hurt or being slaughtered is different than other people being hurt that somehow they have it coming to them yeah i said it that's what this is about every mother um, of a hostage that i interviewed said i'm not political um, i want to live in peace next to my neighbors they didn't have Agenda, but Israelis they... want to live in peace. Hamas doesn't. Hamas is not fighting for peace. They're fighting for death. They don't want peace for their own people. This is just so black and white stuff. There's no gray areas here. You know, he's exactly right. And in uh, Joe Scarborough was actually right. Um, it, it's, it is remarkable, and especially I like the way he just lays it out, that this happened, and then suddenly Israel is the one on trial. 
Israel has to justify what they're doing. Israel is suddenly seen as like the bad guy for simply responding and defending themselves in a war. And there is a difference between going out, purposely killing civilians and collateral damage in a war. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend. You need Shoppa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today, free consultation, 401-900-INSU, 401-900-4678, Shoppa Insurance, SIA. Stephen, very experienced, whether it's auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational, umbrella, any other protection for your assets, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Shoppa Insurance Agency, your agency of choice. Call today, set up a meeting. They're so knowledgeable, can have everything under one roof. Call Shoppa Insurance today, 401 900 INSU or 401-900-4678. Look for them on Facebook. Again, located Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Shoppa Insurance Agency. Your neighbor, your partner, your friend. One-stop insurance solutions. Folks, there is a new book out. The website is mtgbook.com. The name of the book, MT. G, joining us right now, the one and only, congratulations and welcome to the John DePietro Show, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, welcome and congratulations. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. First, just touch on, if you don't mind, what was the experience like for you to write this book? It was great. I enjoyed writing it. It took me a long time. Um, You know, they've created a character of me that doesn't exist in the media starting in January of 2021. And they sold that character across the country and all around the world. And I am so excited about my book, MTG. And I hope people will buy a copy at mtgbook.com. And they'll find out the stories behind the headlines. And these are the stories that I really enjoyed writing. Congresswoman, what is so amazing, and you started off right away, when you th- when, as I'm reading this, just the whirlwind life you've had, January 3rd, 2021, sworn into office, next day, you're on Air Force One with President Trump. Yes, it, it has been an incredible ride, and it started that way, and it continues to be this way. Yes, sworn in on January 3rd. Uh, The next day flew on Air Force One with President Trump to my district uh, for a big rally to try to save our Georgia Senate seats. Um, I had one day break in between and we were working very hard preparing for objection against Joe Biden's electoral college votes. And then January 6th happened. And I mean, the rest has been history. Um, and it, it, it has been wild. So I tell the stories, um, some that people know, but I give a lot of context and personal details, things the media has no idea about, stories that I've never told publicly in speeches. And I just, I just think it's, it's a book that everyone will want to read, um, and I hope they get a copy at mtgbook.com. Folks, again, the book is MTG by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, I am just curious, when did MTG, is that something... Who dubbed you that? Was that something you were known on, known as when you were young? Where did the, I love it, but where did the MTG come from? It started when I became a member of Congress and it just became an acronym that people used uh, in reference to me. I I think there was, one of the headlines was the notorious MTG. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It went on and on. And I mean, they have said crazy things like they accused me of a phrase I have never used except in reference to their lies. Um, Jewish space lasers. I have a I have a chapter yep. dedicated to that. 
Um, I have a chapter dedicated to COVID, uh, all the insanity and lies about COVID. Uh, and I have a chapter dedicated to protecting kids. That's that's my signature bill is to stop the genital, genital mutilation of children with this awful trans attack on our kids, confusing their minds and uh, mutilating their bodies before they're even grown up. And it's it's a lot of fun. I, I talk a lot about my America first beliefs, um, that just that our government, Washington, has been selling out the American people for decades. Uh, and it's caused the decline that we see all over the country in rural America. And they did this by sending our manufactured and our jobs overseas. And now uh, now we're paying the price. And and so this book is so great. And, and I'm really honored my own mother uh, wrote the foreword. You know, I had a lot of uh, famous people and powerful people I could have asked to write it. But um, having my own mom write the foreword was the most important part. Again, the book is MTG. It's folks, the website is mtgbooks.com. Congresswoman, if you don't mind, just touch on No Green Deal, out of contact with reality, because I, I think you're right on the money regarding your colleague AOC. Oh, yeah. You know, AOC, she's... Um, Everyone knows her, but I got to tell you, you can't, there's nothing in between her ears. She's not very smart, but I have a whole chapter dedicated uh, to the Green Deal and what a scam it is, what a lie it is, and how it is truly going to destroy our country. And, you know, I had challenged her to a debate uh, multiple times, and she's too scared to debate me. She, she can't even defend uh, the, the Green Deal because she didn't write it. It's just in her name. And so I dedicate a chapter uh, to the Green Deal and, and what I, how I would take her down in a debate. And, and that's all outlined there in my book, MTG. Folks, the book is MTG by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, I also like and I applaud you for drawing attention to the fact, and you title it Every Vote Matters. It is amazing the number of people that they're vocal, they complain, but boy, they have to get their act together. Republicans, people need to vote. Yes, that is one of our biggest issues. You know, um, I love people that are that are passionately involved and care so much about what Washington should be doing. Um, you know, even if they're angry and, and yelling about it, I, I absolutely um, love it that they care. But the biggest way to show you care about our country is voting. And voting is the only way that we can win elections. Voting is the only way we can get the White House back with President Trump. Voting is the only way we can retain the majority in Congress, which we will be, get this, January of 2025, whoever controls Congress will be writing the tax code because huh. President Trump's tax policy expires in 2024. That's how important this upcoming election is. And if Republicans don't control the House and we don't have President Trump in the White House, we are going to lose when it comes to the tax code. And you know what that means for everyone. That means we are going to be paying a lot more in taxes and it will really hurt generational wealth because they're going to come after everyone with the estate tax. It's going to be a bestseller. Folks, everyone log on mtgbook.com. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, one last question, and I'm glad you pointed out, whatever it takes, people have to stop. I like how you say, you know, a perfect world, we would have one-day elections. You know what? We don't have one-day elections. People have to get with the times. That's right. They have got to. And I'm mad about the election. I believe it was stolen and I am really worried about fraud. But the best way to overcome it is everyone to get as involved as they possibly can on whatever level they possibly can. And the biggest job we have to do is flood the polls. That's how we're going to win. Folks, again, the book mtg mtgbook.com it's the one and only congresswoman i think future president marjorie taylor green congresswoman congratulations <laughs> on the book great to talk to you and we'll talk to you again thank you so much it was great to talk to you too bye-bye right, folks there it is marjorie taylor green right here on the john DePetro show do you need a good plumber i found the best plumber, JMB Plumbing. Call them today. All your plumbing needs. 401 743 9153. JMB Plumbing. They've been providing plumbing services for years. Skilled professionals stand behind their work. Guarantee you will be happy. 
Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, maybe replace a, a water heater, as well as all your plumbing needs. Call them now. It's JMB Plumbing, 401 743 9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today, 401 743 9153. JMB Plumbing. And look for them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, at times, doesn't it? It feels like the world. What is wrong? People are nuts. Listen to this. I found this online where this person, uh, if you spoke to Sophie on the phone, would you think he was a man or a woman? He's not happy. He wants the police to treat this as a hate crime. So now this is in the UK, and it's a man standing outside the Santander Bank, and he's got makeup on and lipstick and listen to him tell his story and again it's um this was over the phone where he thought that someone had breached his account and he's saying this is sophie and the people in the bank are saying well it certainly doesn't sound like a sophie <laughs> listen to this this morning i went online and spotted a number of fraudulent transactions on my bank account uh, I rang up their online banking to uh, report it, went through all of the security checks, um, no problem obviously, because it's my account, uh, but still couldn't talk to them on the phone because uh, my voice is not perceived to be that of Sophie. So um, I was just wondering when uh, perceived gender became one of the security <laughs> questions. So I've already spoken to Sussex Police, who I'm a hate crime ambassador for. Uh, and they actually want it reported as a non-crime hate incident because the law allows for any kind of perceived prejudice uh, to be recorded as um, as unacceptable. And so I'm going to about to go in and see them. Uh, and the problem is that I'm talking to them on the phone this morning and my account's been compromised and I'm feeling vulnerable and yet they are unable to help me. So... Let's see what they say in a branch. Well, I've just come out of Santander where we've cancelled my card and ordered the new one. Um, I did get called sir twice in the process, including once in response to me actually pointing out to them that my account said miss, uh, which was quite disappointing. So Santander, you really need to sort out your trans awareness training and um, I will be taking this up with the uh, people online. I'm not going to be arguing in the, in the branch I'll, I'll talk to you online you know I, I am telling you folks I feel bad for people in customer service you see this individual he's a large man with dark feet well not dark features but um, dark eyebrows but he's got a like a hat on he's got on lipstick his name is Sophie and he's upset that they made him come into the branch because they're saying well it doesn't sound like a Sophie. And then when he goes in, the person is calling him sir. I mean, I, and he wants to report this as not a hate crime, but a hate. The police said they'd report it as a hate incident um, because he felt he wasn't being addressed properly. So the people that posted this, if you spoke to, quote, Sophie on the phone, would you think he was a woman? He's not happy, and he wants the police to treat this as a hate crime. And Megan Kelly said, Sophie, let me explain. You're a man. It's obvious to anyone looking or listening to you. You can pretend you're female all you want, but what you learn today is you're not fooling anyone. In fact, you're not even close to passing. And she's exactly right. Um, but again, I, I feel bad for the individuals that, um, that are on the front lines, wh whatever it may be. Maybe it's someone at a counter for a car rental agency or anywhere where hotel check-in you're dealing with someone god forbid you use the wrong uh sir or miss or whoever and then they they go ballistic on you folks you're listening to the john DePietro show it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland diagonally across from davenport restaurant stop in and see marie 
that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's my health. It's all about your health. Local products. I say honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. And it's my health. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Violence, teen violence... How about the big arrest? Woonsocket Police, great job by Chief Oates, the, the crew. Six teenage boys and an 18-year-old, who is still a teen, are accused of being involved. Violent gang, Ottawa Socket, responsible gunfire havoc in the neighborhood city's east side. Now, they were arrested sunrise Tuesday morning, right before Thanksgiving, along with a man who allegedly attempted to interfere with the police search of one of the homes. <clears throat> Six of the teens facing felony gun charges and the investigations ongoing. Deputy Chief Thomas Calaro said the teens had formed a street gang about 10 months ago. They called it E-Block. Okay, so a bunch of teenage kids form. Yeah, we're going to call ourselves a gang. E-Block. Sounds fine. And they use social media to raise their status and threaten others. This goes to another level, though. This goes to another level. This is not West Side Story. This is not just a bunch of kids in a neighborhood hanging out. What started with the teens bullying, and this is according to the Boston Globe, and jumping other kids over perceived slights became violent once the newly formed so-called gang got their hands on guns. Reached a level of violence so quickly over nothing. They caused problems at Winsocket High School shot up homes in the neighborhood gang all suspect to be involved in the shooting of a teen last month who was shot in the face and the stomach charges are still pending in that case on snapchat tiktok teens posed with firearms extended gun magazines one appeared to hold 50 rounds smoked weed performed in their own rap videos firearms appear to be ghost guns investigators are working to determine where the guns came from you know, this is also, uh, I see this trend a lot where not only are they gang members, but then they, they're not done very well, but they record these rap videos. So now they don't get a lot of views and not a lot of people see them. And, you know, I don't think they're monetized in any way, but it just kind of adds to their own self-image, created image that they're, they think of themselves as um, like gangster rap. The social media posts were driving violence, uh, the violence and retaliation as the teens called each other out. It's not like street gangs on a corner, Calero uh, said. Now it's somebody says something on a tweet or a Snapchat and there's nobody backing down. Now the thing about Snapchat is it can be private and then the message disappears after a certain period of time. So it doesn't just stay out there. I couldn't find, I had heard they had videos on TikTok. I couldn't, I couldn't find anything, but I'll look again. Um, investigators were watching those social media videos too and obtained search warrants. So Tuesday morning, just before dawn, officers searched multiple homes on the east side of Woonsocket where the teens live and arrested them. Police also seized a gun, extended magazines hidden in the wall of one of the homes. Jaden Williams charged with disorderly conduct carrying a gun without a license four 16 year old boys and a 17 year old are charged possessing a firearm ammunition as minors as well as other charges another 17 year old charged with disorderly conduct 
and a 36-year-old relative was charged with obstructing police. He was the one trying to block them from searching the home. Calario says he expects the inv investigation will lead to more arrests. It's a lot of casework, but good job by Woonsocket Police. Now, <clears throat> here's where this is, becomes a problem. I remember not long ago. Now, Providence has a gang problem. It's one thing you have a group of kids that hang out and they start committing, you know, um, the, these are not, you know, they're not playing other, quote, gangs in football or basketball or what have you. This is, no, they, they start playing a theme. And the social media adds to it, by the way, because if people can't see the videos, then it's just them kind of walking around and doing this amongst their friends. But what really changes the dynamic here are the guns. That's where this 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 no longer becomes just a bunch of teen kids hanging out. You always have the people, oh, they're just, you know, trying to stay out of trouble, blah, blah, blah. People will sometimes contact me and say, are you kidding? Me and my friends, we used to play stickball and uh, get into trouble. You know, we would uh, take the milk from, uh, you know, Mrs. Harold. And then, no, that's not this. That, it's not that. I assure you it's not. When you have four 16-year-olds, and if you see them, you can't necessarily tell how old they are. I mean, they certainly could pass for older. You have the 18-year-old leader um, who's already been charged, disorderly conduct, carrying a gun without a license. I believe he was charged in firing a weapon not long ago, and then he just got out. But... What is, um, but, you know, part of the the individuals at Woonsocket High School, how, how would you, do you think you could teach class like this? What, think of the, the havoc that they're causing at, at the school. Now, okay, so you have the number, you know, this group that was arrested, the 18-year-old, then you have four 16-year-olds, a 17-year-old, but that also doesn't mean they could have other 16-year-old boys hanging around with them. You could have other 15-year-old boys hanging around with them. You could even get 14-year-old boys that are then suddenly hanging around with them. Now you have a real problem because, as I had said, this isn't even knives. When you have six teens and an 18-year-old all in this violent gang and causing havoc, seven of them arrested, and they have to go, you know, early morning, six of the teens facing felony gun charges. Think of that. What is, um, it's really pathetic is they don't even recognize how they are just destroying whatever life they were going to have at a very, very young age. Uh, none of this sounds like this is going to end very well. And again, where are the parents? Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, pop in and see them whether it's for lunch nice weather you can sit outside on the deck or maybe sit in the dining room delicious food then they also have a great full bar large dining area and you're going to love the lounge the lodge pub and eatery people rave about their delicious consistent great food and also the great staff i'll see you at the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln Remember to follow the John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show.